What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Hub Talk Chronicles. Now, in today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about our new and current governor of of New York State, Kathleen Courtney Hochul, who is who just became the 57th governor of New York and the first woman to be the governor of the state of New York just last week Tuesday after the resignation of Andrew Mario Cuomo we will be talking about Schumer's Schumer's um Schumer's what you call it Schumer's condolences not Schumer's condolences um Schumer's praises for the L train tunnel project we're also going to be talking about MTA's accessory program and something that I've never done this podcast before. I want to step out of the New York City realm and I want to dip into Dart, okay? Which is the Dallas, this is which is the Dallas Area Rapid Transit Authority, I believe. Yes, because I was just skimming through an article about Dart and and they have a bus network redesign plan of their own too. But even though ours ours here in New York City is a whole lot larger, it's because we are the largest city in the world. So our bus redesign plan is going to be much larger than theirs. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, so without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Oh, and by the way, guys. This is an episode that was supposed to be done for this past this past Thursday, but I pushed it back to this week because I wanted to do a real quick coverage of the 30th anniversary of the tragedy of the 1991 Union Square derailment wreck. If you guys have not listened to the podcast episode yet, I highly recommend that you guys listen to it. Thank you and stay tuned for the following clips. Stay tuned for the following recordings. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we'll begin with our first female governor, Kathleen Courtney Hochul. I just want to say congratulations to Miss Kathy Hochul for becoming, for making history by becoming the first female governor of New York State. And if she does well in the remainder of Cuomo's term, both this year and next year leading up to the 2022 midterm elections. Us New Yorkers, we will, you know, we will elect you to serve out a full term as governor. It will make sure that no Trump-loving Republican ever touches that governor's seat in New York. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, a shooting happened out on Lexington Avenue near 123rd near 123rd or 115th Street earlier this morning and I saw it on the YouTube CBS New York YouTube channel and I saw and I saw this comment that really that really got on my nerves because it says because someone says someone said oh keep voting Democrat NYC so I responded with another YouTube channel with another user account, I responded saying, Psst, "Yeah, right. Like if the GQP would would be any better." And then someone said that 
then said that New York City had 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 a GOP mayor and he turned it from the worst city worst city and he turned it from the worst city the one it was in Afghanistan to one of the best cities in 10 years and I said okay that was in the good old days okay you know you know you know the GOP let's let's face it face it the GOP they're they're full of trash but when it came down what when it came down to what really matters they really knew how to govern at the time and have compassion at the time and I gotta give props to Giuliani I gotta do I gotta give credit where credit is due he really did kept the city and he and he cleaned up the city he really did in the 90s he he cleaned up this city real nice and that's one thing we can never take away from but today's GOP they ain't about that life no more they ain't about it no more not at all all they want to do all they want to do is Trump this Trump that blah 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 and like listen 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 I can only tolerate some of these people just as long as not as long as they're not pro Trump or some shit like that it'll be no problems whatever moving on but that's not the whole point of the issue Kathleen Hochul she had her hands full in her first full week as governor you know having her first COVID daily briefings you know having to having to talk with the with the state legislature on the eviction moratorium which was blocked by the ultra conservative United States by the ultra conservative United States Supreme Court and now she has to deal with her first MTA problem the outage that went down underneath the subway tunnels underground last this past Sunday night okay Governor Hochul said this in a statement in her briefing alongside with alongside with acting chairman and CEO General Liber and a few other MTA officials she said this in a statement she said let me be very clear last night was unacceptable if you're one of those riders that people rely on safe transport the system failed you the MTA is the lifeblood of the city and disruption of this magnitude can be catastrophic. I'm immediately directing a review to find out the root of the cause of the issues last night. We need to know why the system broke down and why there was a breakdown of communications between the rail center, center, the rail control center, and the trains. Okay, so as you know, the lines that were affected by this was all of the number lines in the IRT division and the L train the only B division subway line that was affected by the outage okay so at approximately 825 p.m. Con Edison reported losing the feeder for a short period of time that resulted in a voltage dip across New York City around at the same time two power plants and generators went offline it was a momentarily it was a momentary outage that that did go back that did go back up the system when it tried to go back to normal it was a surge and an unprecedented surge that resulted in losing subway signalization and communication ability and it lost that between its command center and the trains throughout the system hey another power outage okay it happened around 8 25 p.m. you know 
trains that was stuck in tunnels, you know, FDNY, NYPD, they came to the rescue and helped evacuate those who were stranded on the trains, okay, to, to help them get back up, back up to above, get back up to above ground on Earth, all right? So last week's, so this past Sunday's disruption and power outage was a complete mess because there was a massive power outage and the voltage dip between the rail center, the rail command control center, and the trains that operate in the system. Yeah, that's that's problems that need to be fixed. And under Kathy Hoko, I would like to see like a lot of progress done with the subway system, you know. You know, we have we have the second avenue subway phase two. We have to get the groundwork started on that. You have the Oh, you have the Long Island Railroad access, east side access to Grand Central Terminal. And you have to build four new stations along the eastern side of the Bronx, which will direct you through Queens just to get through Midtown's Penn Station. And that is the Metro North access to Penn Station. Oh, we also got to get new buses. Remember, remember, um, conversion to all to an all-electric all-electric bus fleet starting in 2028 which will go on for the next 12 years and which will conclude in 2040 that is also another project that we need to focus on ladies and gentlemen and so yes ladies and gentlemen so I'm, I'm very excited to what the future holds under this new governor I hope she's calm, nice, loving, respectful, and not a crazy egotistical maniac like her predecessor. Cause let me tell you something. Whew. Like if I want one thing out of this, is to bring back Andy Byford to New York City. Okay? I wish it could happen, but you know what? Andy Byford is on lock. His contract is on lock with TFL, Transport for London, which is like halfway across the other side of the world. And he's doing phenomenally well right there. What TF, what, what Transport for London is getting right now, that's what New York City Transit should be getting right now. All right? We still don't have a permanent chairman CEO. And as a result, we still don't have a permanent um, New York City Transit President. We still need a president of construction and development. I know General Liber. Liber is doing two roles. Is he is he being the acting chairman CEO while continuing to be the president of construction and development? I all I I'm also not sure about that. But you know what? Very optimistic to see future leadership in New York's Metropolitan Transportation Authority. And that's all I have to say about this matter. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Um, a story that I was meant to cover last week but I didn't get to is the one where the TA taps Frank Anicaro to lead the Department of Buses and MTA Bus Company. Okay? As you all know, last week... 
Frank Aricano has assumed the role of acting president of MTA Bus and the acting senior vice president of New York City Buses. Okay, Andy Caro is a transportation industry veteran for more than three decades. He began his role service earlier this month, earlier earlier last month. Sorry, sorry. He has spent the last 18 years working on bus operations. His portfolio during that time encompassed a wide range of leadership functions. He has also served as the chief maintenance officer and has been accountable for maintaining the entire MTA fleet of buses and non-revenue vehicles. Any Caro has managed multiple new bus procurement order contracts and warranties. So, so all the new buses that you see running on these roads, you know, the brand new new flyers, the hot Nova buses, those contract the contract for those bus op for those bus orders are overseas are being overseed and being owned by him all right he has also been an indispensable leader in the organization's efforts to to transition to a zero transmission fleet by 2040 prior to joining the MTA any car spot spent uh, over a decade in the private sector specializing in logistic services all right as you guys all know in total to this very day the MTA regional bus operations runs more than 300 bus routes including more than 70 express bus routes and 20 an overall total total of 20 bus rapid transit routes and the authority maintains and operates a 24-7 fleet of nearly 600 nearly 6,000 buses. That figure represents the largest municipal fleet in the nation. You know what they say, right? When you have, when you are the largest city in the country, that also means you have the largest bus fleet in the city, in the country. Okay, do you guys know that New York City is the largest city in the whole world? We have five boroughs. So that means we have, so that automatically means to automatically make us have the largest bus fleet in the in the country of the United States. Help you know that. Hey everybody, I hope you're all enjoying this episode. This is Norm from Hub Talk. Coming to discuss you guys that if you guys enjoyed the Hub Talk Chronicles, please make sure to follow the Transportation Hub, Hub on Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, like and follow the Facebook page, page, join the Transportation Hub Discord server, and for all the past blog post references, you can join the Hub Chronicles, you can visit the Hub Chronicles and Transportation Hub Blogspot page. For all the previous blog content articles, follow the Transportation Hub on Instagram, and please check out the Transportation Hub, Transportation Hub YouTube page and subscribe today. For information on all of those links, please visit allmylinks.com forward slash Transportation Hub. That's all my links dot com forward slash the transportation hub
forward slash transportation hub. One more time, that's allmylinks.com slash transportation hub. Forward slash transportation hub. That's allmylinks.com forward slash transportation hub. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our next segment is that our senator from right here from New York, who was also the majority leader in the United States Senate, Charles E. Schumer, okay, on his advocacy for the push for the federal government to fund the L train tunnel project. Okay, this is where Ken Lovette, senior advisor to the MTA chair and CEO said in the statement. We are grateful to have Senator Schumer for his advocacy on behalf of the L-Train Tunnel Project funding. Even though the project was completed well over a year ago, the MTA has been hold waiting for a promised federal funding, mostly because of foot dragging by the prior administration. We are now hopeful that thanks to Senator Schumer's unwavering support for the MTA, the federal government will make good on its commitment on this project. Um, you want to, um, MTA, you want to know why, why there's been foot dragging around this, around this project? It's because the GOP had control of the Senate last year. Okay, well, under, under President Trump, under then President Trump. Okay. Because if you don't recall, not to get political about this, because it ain't my style, it's not my thing. The Democrats sent a bill up to the Senate last year, which included funding for mass transit, which which also could have been used for funding for the L train tunnel project, project, which was put on Mitch McConnell's desk, and Mitch McConnell never brought it up to the Senate floor. All right, but now since Schumer is the Senate Majority Leader, we will be able to get more things done, just as long as the greedy ass GOP don't have their way and blocking legislative action using the filibuster. Okay, the filibuster must die and the filibuster must go. And speaking of which, I don't know if y'all hear about this, but California is having an election recall on its current governor, Gavin Newsom. You guys, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I, I shared a post which explains everything, you know, what will happen if Newsom gets recalled, this, that, and nature, blah, 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 blah. Tell, if you're from California, or if you know anyone that, know, that lives in California, Tell your people and tell people that you know was in California to vote no on this recall. Okay? Because if anything were because because here's this <clears throat> whatever happens in the California recall will also affect the entire nation as a whole. And I hope you know that. So if Gavin Newsom wins, wins, he gets to remain. He gets to see that's governor. But if a geo, but but if people vote yes on the recall, 
recall. The majority of people vote yes on a recall. Newsom gets recalled and he gets replaced mostly, most definitely, by a MAGA Trump Republican. Trump loving Republican. Okay? And cat and, and, and within that matter and with that and within that moment, California will become the new Florida overnight and we can't and we can't let that happen that cannot happen okay it should never happen you understand me California as the fifth largest economy in the world okay and we all know and we all know the history of the GOP with their tax cut and, and all this bullshit in that nature And we all know what's going down in Florida, so, 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 so if California were to turn red, it'll be instantly become Florida overnight. You know, no mass mandates, no health care rights, no health care rights, no human care rights, no nothing. Yo, one of them said that, one of them said that the minimum wage for California should be zero dollars and zero cents. If that if that shit does not make your blood boil, I don't know what does. Okay, we have to say no to this recall, to this stupid ass asinine recall, which is a power grab attempt by the GOP to gain power because they cannot handle loss. They cannot handle loss because they're sore ass losers who got their asses handed to them in the last election, and rightfully so. Okay. And apart from that, look at the United States Senate. One of California's um, senators, um, Dianne Feinstein, right? She is 88 years old. She is the oldest member of the United States Senate. If anything were to happen to that woman, woman to the point where she has, you know, end up vacating her seat, and Newsom gets recalled and gets replaced by a MAGA Republican, that MAGA Republican. Could, could 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 appoint another MAGA Republican to fill in her seat, and you know what? And you know you know what will that do? It will flip the majority of the Senate back to the Republicans, and that gobbledygook ass demon Mitchell McConnell becomes Senate Majority Leader once again. And this is why we need California to stand up. We need California to stand up, rise up, and say no to the recall because we worked way too hard to make Char Chuck Schumer the Senate Majority Leader, and we're not gonna give it up. We're not giving that up anytime soon. And our inept purpose is to make Addison, Addison McConnell, Senate Majority Leader, up until the day of his retirement. Okay. So tell your fellow Californians, if you know any Californians, tell them to vote no on the recall, okay? Because everything's at stake here. We beat the GOP. We beat the GOP when, when we had the Georgia Senate runoffs. We can do it again. We can do it again. Okay, guys, on to our next segment, okay? 
we're going to talk about how the accessoride program is no longer currently at this time providing service for disabled riders now as you all know the accessoride provides the service for people who are disabled or unable to walk to get from point A to point B. It comes in the form of either a bus van or in a in a in a car or a vehicle or some other type of vehicle, whatever. Okay. Disabled riders are mad at the agency right now because because they're not getting the service that they are desperately needed desperately needed because due to the fact that because due to the fact that a lot of workers a lot of drivers right are still out of the job due to the pandemic it's just like it's just like with the service right it's just like with the um with the subways and buses incident, right? You don't have enough op we don't have enough train crew to operate more train service. We don't have enough bus drivers to operate more bus service. It's like that type of thing, right? Slowly by slowly, slowly by time by time, the TA should start hiring more new workers back. Back with the back to work initiative program to to have to have more operators for the accessory program so they can get disabled riders to the hospital to the doctor's place or wherever they need to go and that's my take on this thank you okay you guys we're on to our last segment onto the podcast episode um i normally don't cover transportation stories outside of new york city but this is something new to me and this is coming out of dallas texas okay and this is their bus network system dart for the dallas area rapid transit and before i cover the story i want to take a good 13 seconds for a moment of silence to pay honor and tribute to the 13 to the 13 service members who lost their lives this past week in Kabul, Afghanistan. Thank you. Now the reason I did that is because I want to pay my respect to 13 service members who lost their lives that day who lost their lives this past week in a senseless tragedy that did not have to happen and this fault needs to be blamed on both sides of the aisle and how this thing was handled and for people calling for President Biden to 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 resign to be impeached over this just know just know this when Trump was president right he made a deal with the Taliban not the Afghanistan, not the Afghan government to withdraw all US troops by October of this year. And Biden extended it for a couple of, and the and Biden administration extended it to August 31st. And it's safe to say that all the troops 
have been withdrawn from Afghanistan and, e and every single American and Afghan, Afghan allies have been evacuated. Okay? Alright, another thing, right? Trump let out 500 Taliban prisoners, okay? One of them, one of them went on to be went on to become the ruler and he's a, and he's the current ruler right now of Afghanistan. So this is Trump's mess from the very start and on top of that, the Trump administration never informed or gave briefing to the incoming Biden administration with the Afghanistan situation. So all this right there is Trump's fault. Remember that. But anyways, let's get back to the story, okay? Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is from Dallas, Texas, okay? Yeah, the Dallas Area Rapid Transit Board of Directions unanimously approved the DART Zoom final bus network plan started next year, which includes a complete redesign of the DART bus network, which the agency announced on Wednesday, September 1st. DART said the redesigned network would improve riders' great, greater frequency and longer service hours and improve access to destinations. It goes into effect on January 24th, 2022. Alright, as the North Texas region continues to grow, becoming a, become a national and international destination for both residents and corporations, DART has, DART has taken a complete blank redesign design of the existing bus system, DART says in the news release. Working with all 13 city areas, working with all 13 service area cities, employees, and community leaders, and transit riders. DART has developed into a new bus system that is designed to ensure passengers, passengers have a safe and access employment, education, and entertainment across the DART service area, which which leads us to greater frequency, 50 minute, 50 minute peak, and 20 minute midday light rail service will also return to pre-pandemic pre levels, improving 50 minute peak service and more frequent even services expanded coverage 74 percent of dark service area residents will have access to transit services within walking distance more direct routes by making new bus routes more direct focus on major transit corridors and reducing the number of bus stops dark bus service will be faster ensuring passengers get to their destinations quicker and improving connections longer service hours with a focus of local dark routes will provide seven days a week service service between the hours of 5 a.m. and midnight at a minimum. The 22 core bus frequent routes will operate between 4 a.m. and 1 a.m. Improve access to jobs. The DART Zoom bus network redesign will increase the number of jobs that an average resident of the DART service area can be reached by one hour compared to the existing bus network. Alright, so... Alright, so all of that will be in effect on January 24th, 2022. Now you guys, the reason for this coverage is because we, New York, also have a bus network of our own. But ours is gonna be much, ours is gonna be a lot more longer. It's because we have to cover, we have to cover redesign these bus networks, borrow by borrow, okay? Okay? And now, right? <clears throat> borrow by borrow. Now, none of this will be done 
can be done without the American without the American rescue plan, the infrastructure plan, and the invest in Amer and invest in America Act. Okay, and we just want to take a moment to thank thank President Biden and his administration for making all of this possible and for making infrastructure a number well a number one priority in this nation you know you know better drinking water better broadband better roads and bridges improved transit system reliability to get you where you, to get you where you need to go that's what it's that was all about that it was this is all about and once again ladies and gentlemen if you want improved transit service wherever you are whether you're whether you're here in New York City which which is I'm which is where I'm I am located or you're out west in LA or out of your down in Dallas or or out in Miami or whatever right we have to make sure we have to hold Californians foot to the fire and make sure that they vote no on the recall make sure that they vote no on the recall save to save the progressive majority so we can get things done because under a Republican majority nothing will ever get done so once again ladies and gentlemen if you know someone who is from California make sure that they vote no on the California recall thank you and that concludes this podcast episode ladies and gentlemen if you enjoyed this podcast episode please make sure to follow follow Hub Talk on Anchor and Spotify I am planning to expand expand my podcast the Hub, the Hub Talk Chronicles podcast, Hub Chronicles podcast across all platforms, all podcast platforms, starting in 2022, starting at the beginning of 2022. 2022. Make sure to follow Transportation Hub on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram because we're late over there. And to make sure to join the Transportation Hub's Discord server. And make sure you subscribe to the Transportation Hub YouTube channel. I will have hot content coming your way starting next month. Okay? Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Transportation Hub. And this is the conclusion of another episode of the Hub Talk Chronicles podcast. And I cannot wait to see all of you at the next stop.